From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief post-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Today is Sunday, December 13th. Don't let the smart speaker be the only smart one around. Feed your brain at CuriosityStream, the Netflix for documentaries, with on-demand access to thousands of documentaries, award-winning exclusives, and original programs for just $20 a year. Instead of binging on mindless entertainment, enjoy documentaries and nonfiction shows like Amazing Dino World, Pompeii Disaster Street, and The History of Home with Nick Offerman. Watch anywhere, on any device, and cancel any time. And for a limited time, get 25% off when you sign up at curiositystream.com slash weather. curiositystream.com slash weather. Vulnerable Communities Still Recovering After Oregon Wildfire by Adriana Navarro Almost a month after the Almeda fire, Joxana Corona stood atop the ashes of her home of 17 years in Talent, Oregon, a small shovel and tray in hand. She had just returned from the renter's office, having picked up a proof-of-loss document confirming that her family's home had been destroyed by the fire. She donned gloves to help her husband, Carlos, sift through what remained. Corona moved across the space of ash that once was her bedroom. As she did, she recalled the location where her jewelry box, a treasure trove of memories, once sat. Carlos took her hand before she could begin sifting through the ashes, and pulled her back, asking to talk for a minute. After 17 years of marriage, and a month away from their next anniversary, they had been through a lot together. They had evacuated not once but twice from the Almeda fire after it had followed them to Medford. It had been close enough for them to see the flames by the time they noticed it creeping up on them. Carlos sank to one knee, taking her hand and slipping on her wedding band, which she had thought had been lost to the fire. It was the one thing she was hoping to salvage. The Corona family is one of the thousands still displaced by the many wildfires that ravaged parts of the western United States this season. Corona's home in Talent, Oregon, about a four-hour drive south of Portland, had been among the destroyed and one of the last of her neighborhood to burn from the Almeda fire. The homes across the street were left unscathed by the flames. Next to nothing seemed salvageable. The Almeda fire was first reported on September 8th in the city of Ashland, Oregon, running through a strip of Jackson County. While it only grew to a little more than 3,000 acres, the damage it caused was concentrated along Interstate 5 in the Rogue River Valley, as the fire moved from Ashland to Talent to Phoenix and reaching the outskirts of Medford. The fire was 100% contained by September 15th, but the damage was already done. At least 2,357 residential structures were destroyed in the Almeda Drive fire, and another 57 were damaged, according to the Jackson County Sheriff's Office. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. However, it is being investigated as arson. 
at least three people died in the fire. A hit to vulnerable communities. The fire's path took it through large tracts of mobile home parks like Talent Mobile Estates, where Corona's family lived, and apartment buildings of a large community of immigrants building new lives for themselves and their families. About 14% of Jackson County, which includes Ashland, Phoenix, and Talent, is Hispanic, according to census figures, and about 50% of the students in the Phoenix Talent School District are Latino. At Orchard Hills Elementary, one of the schools in the district, 80% of the students lost their homes. Megan Ridgeway, the school librarian who was coordinating a Home Depot donation center following the fires, told the Los Angeles Times, Ridgeway added that teachers created the donation center to help families, including undocumented immigrants who were afraid to seek help at the local expo shelter staffed by National Guard soldiers. While there are a handful of different places to donate to help with relief, Corona highlighted the Phoenix Talent School District Families Fire Relief Fund as it's aimed at helping students and their families. Corona added that families with what she called mixed-status households, or households where at least one family member wasn't a native U.S. resident, had been wary about applying to FEMA for help. Too many people were afraid to apply for fear of deportation, legal status, and all of that, Corona said, adding that her concerns over official numbers not matching how many people were affected. Behind the scenes, the coronavirus pandemic contributed to tightening wallets as jobs were cut and families literally had to choose between paying for groceries and continuing with things like homeowners insurance. To complicate the matter further, undocumented immigrants were ineligible for the stimulus check that was approved earlier during the coronavirus pandemic, and so were their spouses, even if they were U.S. citizens. A Hispanic or Latinx person is nearly twice as likely to contract COVID-19 compared to a white non-Hispanic person, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. They are also more than four times as likely to be hospitalized from the virus, higher than any other race or ethnicity. Corona's household wasn't spared the impacts of the virus. Due to a shift to online learning, she had gone from working 20 hours a week at her on-campus job at South Oregon University to just six. Her husband was able to continue working, but some of her neighbors at Talent Mobile Estates didn't share the same luck. Out of the 100 mobile homes at Talent Mobile Estates, only 10 came out of the fire untouched, Corona told AccuWeather, and there had been little time and little warning to evacuate from the wind-driven blaze. The morning of the day they evacuated, Corona had woken up to a tree branch falling on her family's mobile home's red roof. She had found it resting on the awning Carlos had put up while creating a comfortable outdoor space for the family to spend time outside during the pandemic, whether it was barbecuing or completing schoolwork. The awning was now a hammock, she joked. Later that day, Corona received an emergency alert text from Southern Oregon University, the college she graduated from in June. She had forgotten to unsubscribe from the alerts. The text relayed the message of a fire in Ashland, the neighboring city, and to take precautions. Within two minutes, she said, a new alert came through with evacuation orders for parts of Ashland. Town in Mobile Estates sits on the south side of Talent, near the border of Ashland. Still, the distance didn't ease Corona's worry. She stepped outside, the fire department's sirens blaring, already drawing neighbors to step out on their porches to investigate what was happening. A column of smoke in the distance served as the telltale sign of a fire. At first, Carlos thought Corona had been exaggerating about the fire. He couldn't see much of the smoke in Medford. 
The traffic he hit on his way home to pick up his family, however, brought a different reality. Smoke thickened the sky closer to home. Corona and her daughter Abigail moved from door to door, warning their neighbors who hadn't gotten any alert about the fire. Some only spoke Spanish, adding a language barrier to any alerts that might have come through, which Corona said would have probably been in English. Some neighbors joined in evacuating, while others chose to wait and see if the fire department could hold the line. By noon on September 8th, the Corona family left their white mobile home with its red trim and roof. They left Carlos's grill, Abigail's garden, and in the rush, Corona left her wedding ring. Their 15-year-old son, Nathan, inadvertently left his new Chromebook from school. While they had corralled their dogs into the car, they had managed to catch only four of their eight cats, which spent their time roaming both in and outdoors. Abigail filled up the plastic kiddie pool in the back, hoping that if the fire got close, the missing cats could jump in the water. They retreated to a family member's home, where they waited for any news, joining the rest of the county in the uncertainty of what would come next. What the Almeida Fire Revealed it was uncertainty that drove Beau de Bay, 44, to return to Talent just before midnight on September 8th. He and his family had evacuated earlier in the day, but he couldn't sleep and needed to know if his home was okay. He drove back to Talent, and while his home came out of the fire unscathed, he started biking around the fire and streaming over Facebook Live to document what was happening. There were some houses he had to keep riding past, uneasy about stopping near them. Every minute or so, there would be the sound of an exploding tire, or the shattering of glass, he recalled. There was the smell of burning tires and houses and trees that DeBay couldn't find a way to describe. DeBay stayed in town until 4 a.m., documenting the fire as he rode his bike around the burning town and answering questions from people wondering about their homes. Nearly three months after the fire, Cleanup continues. A few people he spoke with mentioned they only had minutes to get out before flames were at their heels or realized they needed to leave when the home next to them was on fire. In the three months following the Almeida fire, others alongside the Bay have played a hand in contributing to recovery efforts. But one family in Jackson County turned their holiday tradition into what has become almost a relief effort. For as long as she can remember, Caitlin Robertson, 15, and her family have had the tradition of adopting families who need a little help around Christmas time. Every Christmas Eve, they would leave presents on the family's porch, ring the doorbell, and then run. The tradition inspired Robertson and her brother to help others after the fire. Although their family business, Rogue Valley Electric, had been impacted by the fire, they saw the incredible loss that others had faced. Their own home was a safe distance from the blaze. The two created the Almeida Fire Adopt-A-Family Facebook page, a local middleman effort to deliver requested supplies to the fire victim families, from clothes to sports gear to pots and pans. Originally, the requests coming in had been for clothes, including coats and boots as the weather grew colder. But as it has grown closer to the holidays and families are transitioning back into housing, Robertson said there have been requests mostly for pots and pans alongside the Christmas lists of kids affected by the fire. Even though it's been nearly three months since the fire, Robertson says the number of people donating hasn't dwindled, but has actually increased with the holiday season. After posting the wish lists of 37 families one night, all of them had been picked up by donors the next morning. While the holidays may look a bit different for some families after the fire, the emphasis on the season of giving and hope have remained. 
As for the Corona family, they're holding out hope that their offer for a house goes through, which would allow them to move in on December 18th. Tucked away in a storage unit in Phoenix, Oregon, untouched by the fire, sits a box with the Corona family's Christmas ornaments. Among them are ornaments made by their kids from kindergarten through elementary school. Corona has held off on decorating their living space in the shelter for the most part, including the tree that only holds a few lights. She's waiting to decorate it with her family, should they secure the house, holding out hope on being home for the holiday. That's all for today. For your local weather at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or head to AccuWeather.com. Join Bernie Reno and me, Evan Myers, every weekday for a discussion on trending weather news. Enable the Alexa skill and just say, Alexa, open Weather Insider. To access Weather Insider with Google Assistant, all you have to say is, hey, Google, talk to Weather Insider. It's the news you need for the afternoon routine. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.